Welcome. You are listening to the 919 Podcast, the only podcast telling the stories of the over 1.5 million people living within and transforming the triangle. And I'm your host, John Carter, and we're back with a new episode. So uh, I know it's been spotty. I think last week we didn't have one, the week before we did, the week before that we didn't. But um, hey, life is busy. Uh, you know, we're nearing end of the year. Um, it's just me recording, it gets kind of tough sometimes. But Thanks for being patient. I know I can tell you guys have been watching uh, or listening to older episodes, so that's awesome. Uh, there's definitely a lot of good ones, and the good thing is most of them are independent from uh, you know time, so you can uh, listen to them. They're still relevant today as they weren't when I recorded them. Uh, so next week, I am going uh, to visit some family overseas, but the good news is there'll be an episode waiting for you for your ears. Um and it's uh honestly it should have been around october it's going to be another spooky episode but it's uh uh, you should get excited for it um as you can tell my super silky um radio voice lol is uh not as it usually is i'm a little bit sick um hopefully we'll get uh, better soon but anyway please uh excuse my uh my voice (laughs) um i guess uh let's talk some current events. So uh, if you voted, hope you did. I uh, hope you're pleased with the results. If you're not, um, some encouragement for you. You know, most of your daily life probably really isn't affected by the results of the election. Um, and I'm sure someone will disagree with me and text me or message me later. But hey, I'm trying to be positive. Okay, so on to the episode. I am talking with Derek Allman. Uh, you might recognize that name. That's because you should if you've been listening for a while. Uh, he was on along with his uh, colleague Michael Robson. <clears throat> they were on the podcast uh, in July. They were talking about uh, visit Raleigh and a summer bucket list. So that was a really fun episode. Uh, you guys uh, really liked it, or at least uh, gave feedback like you did. And so we're we're back, Derek. Just Derek now, not Michael. Uh, is talking about <clears throat> a late fall, early winter um, kind of holiday wrap up. So. If you're, if you're sitting or listening in the car and you're like, ah, oh, what do I want to do this weekend or the next few weekends, listen to this guy. Uh, also, go to visitraleigh.com. There's lots of um, stuff. And something we realized halfway through is this is just for Wake County. Um, and there's so much more to the triangle than just Wake County. There's uh, Durham, Chapel Hill, and then all the surrounding regions. So, I mean, b- between everything, <laughs> between all those uh, areas, there is plenty to do. You have no excuse to be bored. In the fall, even though the weather might not be what you like, um, I actually like fall weather, but that's beside the point. So, um, anyway, so again, hang out with Derek Allman. Let's get started. Okay, I'm on the phone with Derek Allman, uh, senior marketing manager for Visit Raleigh. Uh, we actually did a pod earlier in July highlighting a summer bucket list, and we had a great time, so wanted to reconnect. Derek, thanks for being on the 919 Podcast. Hey, how's it going? Good to good to be back. Yeah, I'm glad glad to have you back, and I know both of us are uh, fighting cold, so hopefully everyone can understand us. 
Uh, yeah. We're not coughing and sneezing the whole time. But um, anyway, I guess, like you said uh, before we started, it kind of fits with the season. Yeah, tis the season for uh, for everything merry and bright plus uh, colds and the flu. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I um actually I was in line to vote, and that's when I started um, sneezing and coughing. So I don't know if it was being the crowd or the the whatever weather, but uh, the election got me down. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely definitely this up and down weather. It's been advantageous on one end because it actually is feeling like the fall and winter and fits more of what we're talking about in a lot of our content uh, and then it's back up to you know 70 degrees which is also good for outdoor things and getting outside sure. and <laughs> so yeah so this is a blessing and a curse <laughs> no kidding well last so last pod we talked uh we spent a long time talking about your career along with uh michael was on uh we don't have to go into all of that again but i was hoping you could briefly introduce yourself uh, for first-time listeners, maybe say what you're all about and, you know, talk about Visit Raleigh. Um, so, sure, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, Derek Allman here. I am the Senior Marketing Manager at the Greater Raleigh Convention and Visitors Bureau, otherwise known to some people as Visit Raleigh. Um, and uh, I am responsible for much of the leisure tourism marketing initiatives here at the Bureau. Um, a lot of that, of course, naturally has to do with um, internet marketing, digital content, and such. Um, I also, but we also have a sales and services team and a sports marketing team. Kind of, kind of to summarize quickly, um, the sales team basically they will pitch Raleigh as a destination um, for meetings to different organizations, associations, conferences, and uh, I guess a good example of that would be the International Bluegrass Music Association who actually was just here um, last month for the World of Bluegrass. So that's an instance where we pitched the idea of having their event in Raleigh. They said yes, they came to Raleigh. Um, so, and then our, once they're in Raleigh, our services team hooks them up with um, with all types of services, whether it be um, in a, to the, to the, um, to the, from the visitor's guides to making sure that the, ho- that the, the group is set and they have the transportation they need, they have – the hotel rooms they need, that the bookings are going smoothly. And then our sports marketing team um, is responsible for going out looking for sports sports events, a lot of youth sports that are looking for destinations to have their events in, and they'll pitch the idea of having their events. A lot of them naturally happen in Cary with, with the Saga Park there. But, um, but in my role in all relation to that is I provide a lot of support on digital content side, email marketing, any social media marketing needs they have, any website content needs they have, I'll help them with that and make sure they have all the tools they need to promote Raleigh and to uh, let the meeting planners or in the sports marketing side, the sports planners um, know what there is for their attendees to do or their spectators to do when they're here. So so a lot of it does come back to, to, leisure, to leisure marketing, you know, what's going on and the destination, what is there to do for meeting attendees, and then on the leisure side, of course, what is there to do for for people that are looking for a great vacation or sometimes are already coming here, you know, what can we provide to them so they have the best time possible, really. Awesome. So so what you're saying is if there's, you know, some traffic on 40, I can come to you and complain, like, you know, stop inviting all these people here. Is that right? It is all our fault. Yeah, yeah. It's all our fault. It's it's my fault specifically. No, but <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it is. It is. Um, it is. It is cool to see the kind of the fruits of our labor here when um, yeah, when there's a big event in town and we we pass by a restaurant and it's like full to the brim and um, especially we especially know when that's when it's when it's our fault <laughs> when uh, you pass by a restaurant on like Fayetteville Street, for instance, yeah. and like half the people in the restaurant have a um an ID tag on from a convention. They all have like the same organization name on their ID tag. And we're like, those are all convention attendees. They're here because we pitched the idea of them coming to Raleigh and now they're here. Now they're in a restaurant supporting a local business. And that's when it really, um, I guess that's especially when it feels, when it feels good and we know we're doing a, a great thing here. Oh, that's awesome. And, and you're right there on Fayetteville street or right off of it. So, um, your offices at least. So, I mean, you can, you can see that firsthand, which is, uh, pretty cool, I imagine. Yeah, it is. It is, and it's awesome. Um, and, and yeah, to see um, kind of the 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 buildup of of audiences and the attendees and festival goers as um as, as those events are setting up is actually um, uh, it was really cool to see Hopscotch. Um, this is the first year we've been in our offices, like um, where I've got this cool view of of City Plaza, and you can see hopscotch setting up and uh could see wayne coin from the flaming lips out on city plaza and then like the gigantic subwoofers blaring and it was like this is awesome <laughs> and then but to see like people build up of people and the, all the attendees start coming on the fable street just knowing you know I, you know i can i can say i at least influence i would say realistically probably more than one person but there's one person out there that saw our visit rally content and was like i need to go to hopscotch and now they're here so awesome <laughs> so um That's so it's cool, cool being part of that the collective kind of um movement to get people to rally and to spread the word about everything that's going on here it's, it's really special thanks for sharing and then you got me thinking um so you mentioned you get a lot of uh events in carry obviously and i don't know if you guys had a hand in it but it wasn't wasn't there a flat earth convention uh, in Cary last year or something like that? I, I didn't remember you know hearing that about was? that, but okay. that is the get a quite I don't know. I'll have to ask our sales team if, if they had if they um <laughs> helped them book their hotel room. Sometimes yeah, a lot of sometimes groups will um come to us and then we'll send out kind of a an RFP to the hotels. You know, how many we have, this group has this many people, they're looking for a place to stay. Um and then the hotels will respond with their availability and the rates they can offer. So I'm able to, so yeah. I should be able to go in our system and, and look up flat earth and see if that's a group <laughs> that we helped. Sometimes they just do their own thing and book their own. So I don't know they, that one because they, they could have gone their own, gone down their own path. But, uh, but yeah, I do remember sure. hearing about that. Uh, definitely a interesting <laughs> thing. I think there was another one. Um, I feel like it was this was maybe Another two or three years ago. Flattered. It was like a a, merma, a mermaid convention, I oh, believe okay. it was, That's which is really interesting, really cool. <laughs> it came up, uh, like I, I saw it on the news or somewhere. And I was like, wow, that's that's very interesting. There's an association right. for everything. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Anyway, I remember seeing that and thinking, oh, I wonder if Derek or Michael had a hand in that or you know helped them get uh, booking or something. But we don't have to go down that tangent uh, anymore. Uh, Okay, so we're talking about, uh, like we said, or er, er, late fall. Uh, fall when is, fall begins in September, and I guess it ends on um, December twenty first, right? So, 
Uh, yeah, it's weird. It's weird how the dates go. I was actually just looking up um, again. I had to remind myself when does winter end, and the winter ends like March 21st, but it just feels like that's springtime. So we kind of, uh, we still have to kind of have some parameters. We could go crazy with like making ex- exceptions for when we choose events that are actually in the fall or not. So yeah, so September yeah, I mean, 21st, start of fall, and then. December, yeah. The end of fall is yeah, December twenty first. But I mean, I would, winter I guess, definitely feels like so December first. Oh no, kidding! I guess I'd call this late fall. So we're talking about late fall um, stuff, maybe early winter. You know, we're right on the cusp of uh, winter. I'd consider uh, when you get into the, when you get to December, I'd consider that winter. And then uh, yes, in my and, mind, yes, yes. And then, yeah, exactly. And then talking about uh, maybe some holiday. You know, there's uh, before you know it, Thanksgiving's going to be here. Um, Christmas, not you know, just around the corner. I know we've uh, we started hearing some Christmas music on uh, WRIL or some other um, you know places. So it, it's right there. But uh, yeah, let's jump in. So uh, you want to start with maybe some fall uh, things to do? Yeah, actually, it's it's um, it's crazy how how fast it snuck up on us. But um, actually, the Christmas parade, the seventy fourth annual Raleigh Christmas Parade is November 17th, and that is not this weekend, but the next weekend, which feels like so early, but there's a reason that that the parade is early, and that's because it's organized by Shop Local Raleigh, and and originally, I think like 1939, it was originally organized by local businesses who want to get out in front of crowds and audiences, so they so people shopping know about these local businesses. That's why it's so early on. It's before the shopping season really starts, so Oh wow. It's early but it's such an awesome event. Um I took my son for the first time last year and it was cool kind of seeing it through a through a kid's eyes and everything and it's just such an awesome event. Just the energy on the streets is just you know, it's very high energy and exciting and it's it's cool to see what the local businesses put together as far as floats and all the Marching bands are awesome, so so that's a really good that's a that's a staple here, you know that's a tradition for sure. Um, and I don't know how and many people right know, but it's downtown Raleigh, right? Yeah, right on Fayetteville Street. I think it starts in like Glenwood and Hillsborough Street, snakes around the Capitol Building, and then comes down Fayetteville Street. But uh, it's like the largest Christmas parade between Atlanta and Washington D.C., so it's a it's a huge deal for uh, not only Raleigh but the entire state. Awesome. And uh, this is all on your website, too, which is really convenient for me, but there's some 60,000 people that come to see that every year. Yeah, and it's huge. It's huge. So, yeah, I I'm, I definitely am glad I did this, but I came really early um, last year to to get a good spot. Um, usually a lot of the big crowds are around, like, ABC 11 Studios and on City Plaza, which those are also really awesome spots to watch from. That's why there's such big crowds around there. So that's happening November seventeenth, uh, you said, uh, which, which, like you said, uh, it's supposed to kick off kind of the Christmas season. That's why it's in November. But uh, what else is happening uh, soon? And we yeah, can, was, we can jump into holiday stuff as you want. Um, yeah. yeah, there's there's so much going on. I would say right now, like right this instant, this weekend, things going on right now. There's some really great ongoing exhibits at the museums. One of them is. Uh, the Beyond George O'Keefe in Contemporary Art Exhibition at North Carolina Museum of Art, and that runs through January 20th. 
of next year. But that's an amazing, amazing, amazing exhibit. Um, and uh, it features all, a lot of O'Keeffe's works. If you're familiar, she did a lot of a lot of like big giant flower paintings um, with all crazy luscious colors and all kind of different landscapes. She even has some some kind of a metropolis-looking paintings that she did um, in New York and some things like that. But it's really cool, too, because it also introduces um, artwork from people that she influenced, like contemporary art from modern-day artists, artists that are really making a name right now, features a lot of their art, which is influenced by her. So, so there's some really cool stuff. There's, like, one piece of art. I can't remember the name of it, but it's the very end of the exhibit. But it feels like you're going through this just like rainbow cave kind of thing. It's like perfect oh. for photos, and it's really cool. Um, if you're not familiar with George O'Keefe, then it doesn't matter. It's such a good exhibit, um, and it has some really cool different types of arts, not only paintings, but sculptures and um, and some things like that. So definitely worth the trip out there. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm sure there's some other exhibits around um you know downtown not just at the uh, north carolina museum of art but um that's cool and then what else what else is happening in november i know there's a couple of heritage uh celebrations right i know there's uh you know native american uh heritage celebration and a chinese one is that right yeah well there's yes yes there's um that the american indian heritage celebration that's at the north carolina museum of history always fun um the um and the culture is just amazing. All of the, the the dancing costumes and the art are the art, and I think it's so great. That's on November seventeenth too, so you can really like come downtown and make a full day, make a whole day of that stuff because you can go to the parade and then go down to the Museum of History and see that. And yeah, and there's also the the North Carolina Chinese Lantern Festival in Cary, which that's another that's another one you just can't miss. That's that's so good. It starts. November 23rd, like the weekend of Thanksgiving, goes all the way through January 13th, so plenty of opportunities to see that. They have like 20 just amazing Chinese lanterns. I mean, these things are huge, and um, you've probably seen the pictures, but there's the one, there's the dragon at Sinsan Symphony Lake, and that'll be here again this year, but a lot of the other ones, I think actually all of the other ones are going to be new, so even if you went last year, if you go again this year, it's kind of a new experience. Awesome. Awesome. And speaking of November 17th, that tends to be a, I guess that's a you know, popular day, but that's the uh, annual North Hills tree lighting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going on as well. And, um, perfect opportunity, like to go out and see the tree lighting and also do some shopping and that kind of thing. But it's really big. Um, that one. So we put together this this holiday traditions blog. It's kind of like old and new holiday traditions. And that's, I guess, in the grand scheme and in the long term, that's kind of a newer tradition. And it seems to be coming, be becoming more and more of a tradition around Raleigh. Um, it's big. It's like, it's a huge celebration. They've got like trackless train rides for kids, which I know my son is like all over that. <laughs> Wants to ride like over and over and over again, but live music too, and um, a lot of lot of vendors and and people out there, and so it's a, it's a big celebration if if anyone is looking for something like that with a big crowd and a lot of excitement. Yeah, and you mentioned the uh, holiday blog. So what else what else you got on on that thing? 
Yeah, that thing that thing is pretty deep. So if you um so you can't so it's it's I've set up a URL for that. If people want to easily get to it. It's just visitrally.com/holidays. Um for easy access, but there's a lot going on and um yeah, and it's it's like starting it feels so early to be doing that, but it's just sneaking up like we're we're really getting into the season with everything starting on the 17th. But that goes really all the way through um, New Year's Eve. And, um, yeah, starts with the North Hills tree lighting and the Raleigh Christmas Parade. goes through North Carolina Symphony. They have a lot of performances around the holidays. They have, like, four different kind of holiday-oriented performances. And then there's the Window Wonderland, which is a really cool um, light show, light display. And that's been kind of a big tradition in the town of Wendell for for years and years and years. Um, so Window Wonderland is like their festival on December 7th. And then the Lake Myra Christmas Lights runs from the day before Thanksgiving through December 31st. So, like, if you're looking looking for, like, an epic light display to drive through and check out, that's definitely one to one to go to. I think there's, there's supposed to be, like, 400,000 lights, and you just you wow. just kind of sit and look at it. I think they've got, like, music playing or something like that, and um, definitely good good if you want to get that full experience. And then uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the musical for kids, that goes the week of Thanksgiving through December 23rd. That's... That's kind of an annual thing going on. Um, it's also interesting because, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas tend to be blended, especially with all these events going on. It just seems like they're kind of interchangeable. Like, around Thanksgiving, there's a lot of Christmas stuff, and then you, you're still in that, like, holiday mode, and then you, you go right into Christmas. So it's just, I don't know, it's interesting. Yeah, people are seem to be re- really getting into, like, that spirit, and a lot of those things happen, too, I think, because a lot of the events – you know, want to make sure there's there's opportunities for people who may not be traveling around Christmas to see these events and that sort of thing. It kind of just opens it up just for a lot of different possibilities for, in our case, for people to travel, which is good. Um, and uh, but yeah, I, I know it's um, this seems like a Christmas celebrations and Christmas. Uh, you see it in stores and on TV. It's like it gets earlier and earlier and earlier. <laughs> Which is understandable because, I mean, there's there's a lot to pack in, I think. And um, especially with so many holiday events going on, it's actually a good thing, I think, for us because it does give visitors, travelers, even more of a chance to, to go out and see so many things. You know, if it was all packed into, like, you know, just the month of December or, like, uh, I guess an extreme example, like like two weeks leading up to Christmas, way less of a chance to find that perfect weekend or that open weekend to go to go visit for something. So so it actually works out great for us. I think for locals too, that there's just stuff going on from November all the way through December. Plenty of chances. No excuses not to go out to some of these things. <laughs> and it gives you plenty of content uh to write about. So as we keep the website uh full. Absolutely, yeah. There's there's a lot going on and we kinda had to I mean we have a lot more holiday events on our website than are on this blog but this article, we were kind of thinking, you know, what are those like staple, like the major, either major events that are going on in in, in Raleigh and Wake County, or or things that have just been around here for years and years and years. The another two kind of big traditions are not kind of, but they are big 
traditions are uh, Christmas Carol um, by a theater in the park, you know, Ira David Wood III. He's been playing Scrooge for like more than 40 years in this production. People go every year. It's like in his 44th year. And then there's also the Nutcracker um, from Carolina Ballet, which has some dates at um, the Duke Energy Center. And um, that's always kind of kind of a go-to. That's always a, a must on a lot of people's holiday list. Yeah, I was I was gonna say all the all the plays that makes a lot of sense, and uh, yeah, David Wood the third, uh, forty four years, or has he been doing it forty four years, or has the play just been there for forty four years? He's been doing it. He's been playing Scrooge for more than forty years, which is really cool. So wow, it's like you can't find a more seasoned person to play Scrooge. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he he it's really cool how how he's how he embodies just that that character. He's so good in that in that role, and um, and he's I mean, theater to the parks year round, and they have plays and productions going on year round. But I think um, Christmas Carol. It's like if you're gonna see one production from theater to the park, like you it definitely, definitely, you definitely need to see a Christmas Carol. Yeah, I want to talk about something else, which was. Uh... And Pullman Park, of course, I went to I went to NC State, so Pullman Park was right next to my uh, dorm room. I could see it across from uh, my window. But um, there's the Holiday Express at Pullman Park, which is that miniature train that goes through um, goes through the park. So I don't know, is that something you you guys like to tell tell people to visit? Yeah, it is, and actually, I think we do have it on this list. Yeah, we 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 put it on this list because it's like one of those that it sells out. I think like in July every year. Like the tickets go on sale in July and they go super fast. But on the other hand, we're like, you know, if this is the holiday traditions vlog, we cannot not mention it. Right. But it's also funny because we also can't like we also don't want to like publish this blog in like mid July and ask people to plan for the holidays like in mid July. <laughs> I guess we could. But, <laughs> right, but right. it's it's kind of a it's kind of a a nod to that, and it, we we you know we want people to know if they look at this in December. Oh, we missed it this year, but maybe we'll maybe we'll, hopefully people will mark on their calendars, you know, to look out for the ticket sales when they go on sale in mid July. Hopefully they'll plan ahead a little bit, and maybe put a reminder on the calendar. But yeah, that one is, I mean, the the train around around Pullman Park is popular as is like almost any given weekend and this it's uh definitely in high demand with the kids and so um so add santa claus to that and you have a a sellout event every year um, yeah i'm i'm seeing that at a lot of these events santa claus um is going to be there so i mean God, he's he's busy he must be in wait busy. Me, like almost exclusively um yeah yeah one of our uh, most dedicated visitors, for sure. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, hey, I wanted to switch gears for a second. So, let me give you this scenario. So, say I'm hosting someone from out of town. It's it's too cold to be outside, but we still want to, we want to do something more than maybe just eat. You know, there's a lot of great restaurants, but we want to do something more than just eat a good meal. So, what are some things we could do uh, on the weekends or evenings, and maybe. Uh, this is something that it's not like a huge event, so we don't have to plan for it. This is just like, oh, you're here Friday and Saturday, and it's here. You know, what what do we do? What are some options? Yeah, 
Yeah, um, just indoor things. Are, are you looking? Would you be looking for like holiday-related things, or just really anything? Really, I was just thinking in the late fall, early winter. You know, it's cold. You can't go to like Lake Johnson or something, uh, or Umstead. You know, what would what would you suggest people check out? Yeah, I, I would say um, the museums are always just such solid go-to's because um, they're always open. There's no start. It's not an event, so there's no like start and end time. You can take your time. You can go pretty much any any time throughout the day. But, um, yeah, like the North Carolina Museum of Natural Sciences is such a good go-to. And also the right across the street, of course, is the Museum of History. Those are really good spots, I think, um, especially if you have family in town who's never been to any of those or just hasn't been in a while. You could spend, I mean, you could spend an entire day between those museums. And then the City of Raleigh Museum is just down the street, so you're outside for a little bit walking down there. But that's just another addition to the whole experience um so yeah those are great things and of course speaking of the museums the museum of art um and you know that george o'keefe exhibit is great and um and it's always it's always fun to go through the um, the west building and just and just go to go through the entire museum even if you've if, if you haven't been through like the the european paintings or the egyptian or the um kind of um the greek areas in a while those are awesome i did that on um went went out for the george o'keefe media day and i was like you know i want to go through and just ex- like I, I need to walk around um here and just take everything in again i'm right here so may as well and i could have spent like th- i had to get back to the office but i could have spent more more than like three hours there just walking around and and um kind of revisiting a lot of those things that i hadn't seen um sure. you know really in a while so so the museums are great. Um, Hurricanes games are always good. Those are there's like I think how many are there in in November? There's a good good handful and look, there's like like seven home games and they are they start um, on the tenth, which is I think like this Saturday this Saturday. So Hurricanes games are always a good bet. There's um, they're usually going on. They're really fun. Um, we'll keep you inside for a good amount of time and uh and it's always fun to take family out there for the excitement and everything yeah i was thinking uh along the sports line there's hurricanes games there's carter finley um and you know pnc arena right there so i'm sure there's some good concerts or nc state games um to go to you know even if you're not you'll have a acc allegiance you could go just see some uh good teams play uh, a sport, you know, football or basketball. Might have to plan a little bit more for that, those, um, but still some options. Yeah, yeah, you could spend like a day at the museums and then go to that, cause, and then it would still be affordable because the museums, of course, they're all free. Um, the George O'Keefe exhibit, I believe, does have a, a ticket, but um, but you could definitely go to the museums and walk around and then do something like that at night. Yeah. Uh, anything else you can think of? Maybe some some go to spots during the the fall or winter. Yeah, I know the um this will be interesting. Um, I know I know um the downtown tree lighting is being switched up this year. It's on November thirtieth, and it's gonna be um at the Duke Energy Center for the Performing Arts. Um, so they're doing a little. It seems like they're doing a little something different for that, which is cool. So that'll be kind of a fresh experience 
down there. I know they're going to have the the tree lighting with with um, Mayor McFarlane. Um, she'll take the stage to light the tree. Um, so that's that's a, that'll be a good one. That's always fun. It always feels like you know the holidays are like officially like here and it's happening now when those when those tree lightings happen. Um, and some of the other cool ones. I mean, if you like kind of the main street kind of small town feel that sort of thing if you're looking for that kind of kind of holiday christmas experience i know a lot of the towns have tree lightings and 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 things going on on their main streets i know apex has this christmas on salem street like the weekend after um the weekend after thanksgiving fequa Arena has one and and also garner has one and morrisville so a lot of these towns have these really cool these really cool tree lightings and they just feel really warm. I mean, you're outside, obviously cold, but they feel warm because because you have this all these people, you know, they're all in, they're all hanging out, and a lot of people know each other in these towns and see a lot of families out, you know, and get the hot chocolate and they have some of like the the choral groups performing and everybody's singing carols. So it's it's really it's, it's that hallmark uh, Christmas experience for sure. <laughs> nice. I was thinking just a second ago this is all in wake county or just just right outside it so i mean this is not even counting the rest of the triangle which is is crazy to think about though there's there's so much there's really no excuse to be um just at the house the whole time um thinking about all these things yeah and a lot of it being free too i mean a lot of i mean the main street those tree lightings i mean obviously there's no admission cost for those so a lot of it is really affordable i mean but you can, and if but if you are looking to splurge, you can you know you can um, pair you know a production with a, with a dinner out in downtown Raleigh. You could pair a Canes game or something like that with a a night out at um, you know in downtown Raleigh. You know Morgan Street Food Hall just opened recently, and that's killing it. That's an awesome place to go. So yeah, there's there's so much to do. There's a there's so much going on. We try to corral it together and point out some things to help visitors out as far as, you know, all the choices. We could just say, go to our events page, and everything's there. <laughs> There's so much going on, which that is a good page if you're, like, looking for a specific date. Like, you're like, I'm going to be here on this exact day, what's going on. That's a good way to go if you go to visitraleigh.com slash events. Um, then you really can nail down by date. You can even search by, like, the town, the area of Raleigh. Or you can um, go to our, our 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 articles like the visitriley.com slash holidays and kind of see like a roundup of these these events to help you kind of choose when you want to come or what you want to go to. Yeah, I, I was just browsing through your website and uh, following kind of following you along, so the the events page looks awesome. I'm looking at the day we're recording this. There's a there's a ton, so that's just one day, uh, but there, there's plenty plenty to do. So. Uh, Derek, can you think of anything else before we, we go? We'll probably revisit this maybe in, in the spring. Uh, we've done summer, kind of fall, winter, and we'll, we'll do spring up ahead. But can you think of anything else? Yeah, I guess the um, another big, big one is thinking even more ahead after Thanksgiving, after after Christmas and, and all the holidays is the first night Raleigh going on and for, for New Year's. So, um so that's always a good go-to with the Raleigh Acorn drop. Um, that's a tradition for a lot of people, and and obviously that's on December 31st. <laughs> so 
so we're looking forward to that. But um, but yeah, yeah, every everything is is happening now. I know we were just we just published this holiday traditions article yesterday, and I know I've. I felt like the excitement building for the holidays is funny around this time every year we start we start publishing all this content around the holidays and I start having more and more of an urge to to uh break out all the Christmas decorations and stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, Absolutely. So definitely definitely gets uh, gets me into the spirit and um yeah, there's a lot going on, a lot of fun stuff. It's fun to fun to uh, be a Letting uh, people outside of Raleigh know about what's going on, and a lot of locals look at our website too. So it's 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 fun helping uh, people kind of see what's ahead. Well, Derek, I appreciate it, and thanks for uh, I admit the uh, the cold or crud or whatever. Uh, I appreciate you jumping on the podcast. So thanks for thanks for joining. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely awesome to 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 be here again. And uh, I guess if. Next episode will be the spring. Happy uh, Happy New Year to everyone. <laughs> That's right. All right, Derek. Thanks so much. All right. Bye. You just listened to Derek Allman from Visit Raleigh talk about all the awesome things you can do this fall, winter, and in the holidays. If this is your first time listening, follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The919Podcast and subscribe to the show on Spotify or iTunes. And hey, if you've been listening for a while, I really want to hear from you. Please take a minute, give a five-star rating on iTunes, and let me know why you are a listener. It's really appreciated and seriously means a ton. And until next time, thanks for listening.